0: Welcome to Faith Church Podcast, where we are a safe place to find and follow Jesus. We're so glad you're here, and wherever you're listening from, we believe God will impact your life through today's message. Welcome to church. Uh, this is a Bible, and so this is a Bible, and and I want to just take a few minutes. I want to I'm going to leave it right here. I want you to just see it. Uh, I have. I have plenty of Bibles as some of you do as well. Uh, plenty of translations. I've got all kinds of Bibles. Uh, I, I, I don't know why, because uh, it's, it's a tool of my trade maybe. I don't know, but uh, I, have, I have a lot of Bibles. I've got, I got a lot of electronic Bibles. I've got software on my computer. Uh, I've got software on my phone. Uh, I've got multiple apps on my phone that are Bible apps. I just, uh, call me a junkie, right? Like I I have Bibles everywhere. There are Bibles in my office. There are Bibles in our home. Uh, They're everywhere. There are Bibles in the church. uh, And and look, they're all over, like in your pew. There are Bibles. There are Bibles everywhere. There's an infestation of Bibles, Uh, right? And so Bibles. So this whole series, Apples of Gold, has been out of Proverbs that uh, timely advice is like apples of gold and settings of silver. And we've talked about how the advice of Scripture is valuable. The advice of Scripture is meaningful. It is important for our lives that that this document, that this book, that was written by over 40 authors over 2000 years, that this book that has been well uh, captured throughout history, that this book has so much advice and wisdom for us that if we can just learn to, to capture it, right? To, to process it, to apply it, how, how this book has such an impact in our lives, or, or maybe I'll say should have such an impact in our lives. So we've got two more uh, series lessons or messages in this series today and next Sunday, uh, and so today you're going to hear the next two weeks are going to be very similar from two different perspectives. So I'm going to share next Saturday. Next, Saturday, next Sunday, Pastor Heiser is going to be preaching, uh, and and he's going to share from his perspective a similar conversation about God's word, about God's word, God's word. You know uh, God's word. You know I said it's decision day. You've, you've heard me. You've heard me say things before. Like the most, the most powerful question we will ever answer in our life is a question that that Jesus asked. And the question that Jesus asked is, "Who do you say that I am?" Right. It's probably the most powerful question you'll ever answer in your life, which is, who do you say that Jesus is? I mean, personally, this is not a church question. It's not a community question. It's not a family question. It's not, a, it's not a, a couple question. It's not something that we, it's not a committee question. This is a personal question that each one of us at some point in our life are gonna answer the question that who do we say that Jesus is? You know, is, are we gonna say that, he, hey, he was just this really cool historical figure. And man, awesome. Are we gonna say that he was a prophet or what, you know, or, or are we gonna say that he is the Son of God, the Savior of the world? That are we gonna say that he is God, that he came to earth, died on the cross for our sins, took our punishment, and died on the cross so that we can be forgiven, came back three days later, overcome sin, hell, and the grave so that we can have eternal life, so that we, the sin, the, the, the pain, of our mistakes can be washed away, right? So the most important question we'll ever answer in our hearts is, who do you say Jesus is? Like personally, when you go to sleep at night and your head is on the pillow, who do you say that Jesus is? And That, is more, that answer to that question is way more than words. It's not a it's not a question that we answer with words. It's not a Sunday school uh, you know question where where we'll say, uh, "Who do you say that Jesus is?" And we'll say, uh, "He is Lord," or "He is the Christ," or "He is the Savior," he is the Messiah, or or whatever you know old school church terms you want to use. You know, it's what it's going to be answered through your life. It's going to be answered through your thoughts. It's gonna be answered through your actions, through your decisions. The, the, the question, who do you say Jesus is, is a question that you are gonna answer really more than once. It's a question that quite honestly, you'll answer almost every moment of every day. And, and I've got a similar question for you today. You know, in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, it says this. It says that all Scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us what to do, what is right. But I wanna focus real quick on this, there's so much there, on this first portion, that all scripture is inspired by God. Those six words, all scripture is Inspired by God. All scripture is inspired by God. What a phrase. What a statement. So can I, can I add another question uh, that we will answer in our lives? It's a question that, that I want to ask you today. And, and here's, here's the question as I say that the Bible is, is the inspired Word of God. The question I ask is the Bible, what do you say it is? What, what do you say the Bible is? You see, for me, I, you've heard me through this whole series talk about this book right here, being the inspired Word of God, being the only authoritative document ever written, that this, this book has authority and power over anything ever written, that this is the inspired Word of God. And so for us here at Faith, as a church, as a family, uh, as, a, as you know, the board and the, our staff, for us as a church, we have declared and we have agreed, and we believe that this book is what that says, the inspired Word of God, that all of this book, is the inspired word of God. Therefore, our decisions are influenced. Therefore, our conversations, right? This whole series was a, in some ways, a, 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 a setup. I don't wanna say setup, because you'd be like, gotcha, you know, it's not a, but, it's, but it, was a, it was a conversation about how the things that we struggle with in life that there are principles in the Word of God that will speak directly to it. That there are principles, and I'll talk about cascading principles here in a little bit, but there are principles. So my question for you today is, what do you say it is? Now here to help us uh, illustrate this maybe a little bit, I need everybody, because there is an infestation of Bibles in this room, Uh, I need everyone to grab a Bible. Now, I'm gonna give some clarity here. Um, There are Bibles all over uh, in your pews and and you're not allowed to use your phone, okay? I know, I know, I know. Listen, I read the Bible on my phone too. It is okay to read your Bible on your phone. Disclaimer, right? I know I've made some statements before and people are like, should we delete the Bible app? No, 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 don't, don't. I'm just, uh, I study scripture on my phone. However, what we're going to do here in a moment, your phone is more than that, right? And so I don't, wanna, I don't want to uh, confuse technology for what we're going to do. So I need everybody to have a Bible. And does everyone have one? If not, could, yeah, yeah, we got Bibles, everybody has one, right? So I need everyone to stand, everyone watching online. If you are in your living room, grab a Bible and stand, right? So everyone grab a Bible and stand with me, right? Okay, so everyone hold on to a Bible. Uh, and I wanna make sure everyone has one. Everyone's gotta have one. If not, listen, we got a whole, we got hundreds of them in a closet. In fact, if you don't have a Bible, the one that is in your hands is now yours. They're here, take them home. Take seven of them. I, give them to your friends, leave them at work. Listen, you can take as many Bibles out of the pew as you want. In fact, you can come back every Sunday and take another one. And you know what we'll do? We'll replace it. And then come the next Sunday and take another one. And you know what we'll do? Replace it, right, you got it, you're with me, right? So everybody has a Bible. Okay, everybody up in the balcony, does anyone need one? Because I've got, I got some ushers that are like, they're on it. And if I need to tell them, there's, yeah, they're ready, they're ready, they, they've got, he's got one, you're gonna need another one. Anybody need a Bible? We need some Bibles up here, I need a couple Bibles up here. All right, so bring, bring a Bible, everyone's gotta have a Bible. I feel like an auctioneer right now. <laughs> need a Bible, take a Bible, cool. So listen, here we go, oh, we got, oh, we got one right here, we got, right, right, we're good, we're good. Oh, they beat you, oh, Rich. Uh, Rich, listen, can I just say how, how thankful I am that you've decided to stay here with us this winter, uh, that you're not gonna go to Florida, Rich? Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> we are just blessed by your decision uh, to winter it out here in Sandusky with us. Thank you for that, Rich. Uh, so anyways, <laughs> uh, everyone has a Bible. All right, ready? Here's what we're gonna do. You're just gonna hold it. Okay, you're gonna hold it. And you're gonna repeat after me. Now, I'm gonna make this personal. So we're gonna say, don't repeat after me right now, but I'm gonna, the first line is, this is my Bible. Now, for those of you who just took one out of a pew, you're gonna be like, I feel, I feel like, that. no, that's your Bible and you can have it. And, and if at this point you are the owner of that Bible and before you leave today, if you feel like you wanna give that Bible to somebody and leave it in the pew, for you can but that is your decision to make, okay? So as of right now, this is your Bible. Okay, here we go, ready, 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 you got it? I need you to repeat after me, you ready, here we go. This is my Bible. This is my Bible. The inspired Word of God. The inspired Word of God. Ready now? I believe the Bible is true. I believe the Bible Bible sets the standard for truth. I will apply it to my life. I will allow it to guide my decisions. This is my Bible. All right, sit down. Oh, I mean, you may be seated, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was, ha, how rude of me. Sit down. <laughs> you, you, you should have been here long. You know that was your cue, no, I'm kidding. Oh goodness, I'm sorry, you may be seated. Okay, uh, for, for just uh, real talk here, um, just so you know, uh, I should, in weddings, there's always this moment where please rise and the bride comes in and then there's a moment when the pastor says, you may be seated. Um, I did a uh, wedding in Castellia once where it was an outdoor wedding where I forgot to have them sit. And so, uh, I'm <laughs> and I didn't realize it until people just slowly started sitting down. And I'm like, oh. That's awesome. They're gonna hate me, uh, but they don't, they don't. They are, they're fantastic. Uh, so if you guys know uh, Darren and Chanel, that was their wedding. So some of you were there. Uh, so <laughs> I'm, I'm still scarred by that moment uh, where I forgot to have them sit. Anyways, uh, you think I'd know how to help tell people to sit down kindly and still, still learning. Still learning, still not perfect. Please forgive me. Okay, uh, but here's what I wanna say about what we just did. I wanna just listen to the words that we just spoke. This is my Bible. The inspired word of God. I believe the Bible is true. I believe the Bible sets the standard for truth. I will apply it to my life. I will allow it to guide my decisions. This is my Bible. Now, now, those words, whew, that's a commitment. Can I say this to you? Because for me, that is an assumption for faith church. All right? For me in this room, it is an assumption that when we pull onto the property at 1320 East Rub Road and we walk into this building, that I carry an assumption that the Word of God is the inspired Word of God. That it is the truth and not only the truth, it is the standard of truth. That all everything else falls under God's Word. That, that God's word has not just, it's not just an accessory for church, right? It's not just something that I grab my Bible before I go to church, like I would uh, a, a purse. I wouldn't grab a purse, but um, but some of you might. Uh, or or uh, something else that you would normally take to church. What do you normally take to church? I don't know. Your phone, your, yeah, your, your coffee, your, your, your water. And, and I still have to tell people it's okay to drink coffee in here. Um, and there's some people that still can't handle that. And it's okay. Um, I, went, I speak for a long time and they need hydrated. That's, it's only fair. It's only fair for you to let you drink coffee in here. But anyways, uh, but the reality is that uh, there's an assumption that this is more than an accessory to church. It is a living document that guides my life. As, as it says here in, in 2 Timothy, that it is the inspired word of God that is useful to teach us, or I'm just gonna say me, it is useful to teach me what is true and make me realize what is wrong in my life. And it corrects me when I am wrong. And it teaches me to do what is right. This here. Now, now, that assumption, I know, you know, in church, it's, it's probably a fair assumption, right? Like we're in church. Like there are crosses behind me. Like, I don't think anyone's shocked. However, I, I promise you, whether in this room or online, that as we are going through those statements, there were people that paused in the midst of that statement. Right, when I say that, you know, this is the truth and is the standard for truth, I I am confident that in today's world, there are people that are going, ah. I am am confident that when I say that I will apply this to my life and I will let it guide my decisions, I'm confident that where people will be like, kinda, ish. Right? Like, yes, you guys know me. I'm, I'm an ish kind of guy. Like, what time are we getting started? Eh, 10-ish. You know, or maybe what's better, uh, those of you who know me, what time is Tom gonna show up? Ah, 10 Right, I like to show up a couple minutes late. Like, I like to make an, an appearance. That's kind of my thing. Like, I, anyways. Um, but there are people that when you look at God's Word, instead of declaring truth, undeniable, unarguably truth. There are people, and it's okay, that would say ish. Now, before I go on, here's here's my statement because the assumption is true here and I'm gonna keep moving as if that assumption is true. But if you struggled, if you were going through those phrases and you said, oh, here's what I want you to do. Why don't you send me a text? And I want to talk with you about it. I want to have a face-to-face personal conversation. I'll buy you lunch. I'll buy you breakfast. Breakfast. Let's go. Uh, I'll buy you dinner. Here's what I want to do. I want to to chat. But I'm not going to do it here. I'm not going to do it from here to there to a crowd. If you said ish, I want you to send a text to 419-664-4555. It is our number. It's probably on the bulletin somewhere. It's probably, it's everywhere. 419-664-4555 send a text message and say, hey, I'd love to chat about God's word. And we will schedule a time for us to sit down and chat. And why? Because I, I, while this assumption is true, I do know that people struggle with it. And, and, I, and, I, and I understand why people struggle with it. People struggle with it because in today's world, especially in American uh, culture, uh, we, we are very, um, shall I say, um, uh, uh, <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> so I'll just say, we, we are very self-centered. Right? Uh, so often in our lives, we, we spend so much time thinking about how things will affect us. Right? So much of our culture is about uh, how, how this, well... You know, and, and what happens in this is we, we tend to, you know, just culturally, broad brush, right? What happens is we, we slowly begin to lean towards things like situational ethics, right? And what happens is we begin to anecdotally uh, just begin to say, well, yeah, but what about this? And what happens is we begin to create situations or circumstances that make that principle difficult. Therefore, we wrestle with it. And so therefore, what we begin to do is slide away from what we would consider absolute truth. And so so what happens is kind of like, you guys know, I love love this area. I love, love, love Erie County. I love this area. I love the Firelands. Uh, I'm telling you, this is home. I'm not leaving this place. I will spend the rest of my days in this area. I love it. We moved home and I'm like, yes, this is heaven. I love this area, okay? I love that lake. Ooh, you know I do. Right, sad day. The boat boat was pulled out of the water this week. It is on a trailer where it does not belong. And I looked at it this week and I went, But you know, if you've ever been on the lake, what you know about the lake is that when, when, when the water is really smooth, like glass, like sometimes when the sun sets in the evenings, man, sometimes it's like, ooh, and it's just go fast, go fast, go fast. Uh, but it's just smooth. And when it's smooth, you just Right? But we also know that Lake Erie uh, and the Bay is very rarely like that. Uh, and it's always moving. And it's always unstable. You know, I've been blessed that I, I, I don't get seasick. Um, I just, I don't, it doesn't bother me. But some people do. When the, gro- when the ground is moving underneath you, right? When, they're, when it's unstable, there's a, oh, feeling, right? And what happens in our life is because we shift away from absolute truth, it's kind of like we're on this ground that keeps moving we're kind of like rocking all the time in our life and we can't figure out which way is which. It's just constantly moving and there's waves coming from all different directions and, you, and you're like, I just need to hold on to something. But in life, it's not like there's a boat where you can sit down in a seat or you can hold on to a railing. Uh, in life, what happens, there's nothing to hold on to because everything now is, is fluid. And what happens in our life is everything is moving and everything is fluid and and everything is situational. And so what happens is there's no anchor, there's no center, there's no foundation. And that becomes the tendency of our lives. And so, so for us, what I wanna just reestablish maybe for some of us or, or challenge you to encourage you again, if you struggle with this at all, anything that I'm saying, please, I would love to sit down with you and have a conversation to walk you through what I believe. I wanna hear what you believe and let's, let's figure this out together. Right, I would love that conversation, but for me, for faith, for us here in this church, the assumption is this, this is my Bible. This is the inspired word of God. This is the truth and therefore sets the standard of truth. That everything else falls underneath. That this, this document speaks to my life and guides my decisions and, and affects my actions. This book, this book, today is decision day. What is the Bible to you? You see, so often we just get caught up trying to figure out what to hold on to, what is real. Oh my goodness, in this world, we're less and less and less of that, the things around us are real. I mean, the food we eat is barely real, but it is good. I'm sorry, I just ruined that illustration. But the things around us, God has given us something to hold on to. When the storms of life, God has given us something that is true. God has given us something that is stable. God has given us something that is solid. But the reality is we have to embrace it as that right? So, so we, we can't, we can't take the scriptures like it is at a buffet. Like, you know, I grew up in the area of Sandusky or the era of Sandusky when we had Ponderosa. Come on, you know, mm, some of you all young people, you don't know what I'm talking about. Too bad. So, And and we all know when Ponderosa added those chicken wings to that buffet, boy, Woo! Game over. You know, you used to get a big steak and then the buffet. Then they added those chicken wings, you're like, I want a little steak and the buffet. You know what I'm saying? And you know, people roll up to the Ponderosa buffet with a plate, come back to their table with a plate full of chicken wings. And you know you're sitting close to the buffet, and here's why. Because when they refill that thing, you jump up. You know what I'm saying? Right, like that's, whoo! You know there's still a Ponderosa in Ohio? And it's the real Ponderosa. There's one down near Cincinnati, Dayton. It's newish. yeah. You walk in there, you're like, what? You got a little rum in eat? road trip. Who's in? Let's go, yeah, right. Some of y'all, we're going, we're going to Ponderosa. Okay, anyways, anyways, I'll digress. Well, here's, here's, here's the reality of it. What happens is we take scripture sometimes, we treat it like it's a buffet. And we go, ooh, I like that one. Ooh, Jeremiah 29, 11. yes, please. I'll take a little bit more of that, right? And if you don't know what that one is, it's, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, ooh, for good and not for harm, ooh to give you a hope and a future, yes and then we read things like when Jesus says pick up your cross and follow me and we're like no I'm good right oh can I tell you today what do you say the Bible is I want to encourage you today. I've got so much scripture and I don't have time. But that's okay because Pastor Heiser's preaching the same thing next week, y'all. You know, I said this one up right. So I know, let's get, come on. How many, how many of you wish you, he was pre- preaching today? <laughs> well played. <laughs> if you would have applauded, I'm leaving. I'm out of here. I'm just, I'm just messing. We all we are so blessed here at faith. We have so many incredible ministers and so many people that can communicate the word of God. We are so blessed here. But uh I'm looking forward to watching Pastor Heiser online next week. I will not be here. You know, I'm glad he cares. No, no, anyways, uh so but here's 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 where it's at. 2 Timothy, chapter three, verse 16. Six words, all scripture is inspired by God. And it is useful to teach. You know, let's read this together and let's personalize this. Let's put it on the screen. All right, here we go. Let's do it together. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna personalize this though, right? So it's gonna be to teach where it says us, we're gonna say me, okay? Okay, here we go, ready? We'll do it together. All scripture is in, here we go, and is youthful to teach me what is true and to make me realize what is wrong in my life. It corrects me when I am wrong and teaches me to do what is right. That is a declaration of our hearts. We're gonna talk about studying God's word next week. And Pastor High is gonna walk you through some very practical things next week about dissecting and studying God's word, and understanding God's word. Very practical, but today is decision day. Because can I be honest with you? If, if that verse isn't true, then what's the point? Right, if we're just gonna buffet scripture, then what's the point? No, not for us. Here at faith, all scripture. Yes, the blessings, absolutely, amen, bring it. The challenges, absolutely, amen, bring it. Raise the bar of expectation, absolutely, let's go. All scripture. You know, Romans 1, all scripture. Today, decision day. Two questions that we answer every day with our lives. Two questions that we answer every day with our actions. Two questions that we answer every day with our decisions, with our interactions. And those two questions is, who do you say that Jesus is? And is he the Lord of your life? Or is he just there when I need him? Second question, what do you say the Bible is? Is it the inspired word of God? Or is it motivation when I need it? You get to decide. If we can stand, I wanna encourage you this morning to make a decision. In your hearts, you know, there may be some people here that you need to make that decision that Jesus is Lord of my life, my Savior, my healer, my Redeemer, my Rescuer, my Lord, and make that decision. Jesus, I need you. And and maybe there's some people here that, you know, you, you believe that Jesus is your Lord, but what about God's Word? And not just some of it, but all of it. What about that? Do we allow it to impact our lives or do we allow it to encourage us on Sundays? Oh, apples of gold and settings of silver. Oh, God's Word is so valuable is so precious, so impactful, so important. Let's make a decision today. Let's take a, make a declaration to the Lord today to say, God, you are my Lord and your word is my guide and help me to find you and follow you in every area of my life. Help me to find you and follow you in every decision that I make. Help me to find you and follow you in every interaction of my life. Let's make a decision today that from this point forward, Lord Jesus, you are my God. And your word is your inspired guide for my life. Thank you for joining us today. We hope that God spoke to you through today's message. If you wanna know more about Faith Church, Text CONNECT to 419-664-4555. Be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Thanks for listening, and may you find and follow Jesus in all you do.